This podcast is brought to you by Unyielding Determination. I'm just doing this. Thanks. Hey there. Uh, thank you for joining me while you are doing your commute or doing the dishes or running or whatever you do when you listen to the first episode of a podcast that has no credibility or, or um, any kind of legitimacy or authority on anything. This is the first episode of the podcast, so most likely you listen to another episode and you're coming back here to to dive deeper, so welcome and thank you. I'm starting this podcast right now, right now, and at this time, it is currently October the 8th in 2023, and I admit I am starting this podcast to build a foundation to help distribute and make known my book, Hocus Focus, Coming of Age with ADD and Its Medicines. It's a memoir I wrote about my experience of taking Adderall and Dexedrine and Ritalin and all kinds of ADD drugs from the ages of 7 till 23, 24, and I'm 35 now. So I quit those medications, I recovered from it, and the, the you I should probably get right to it. This, this show is called Visitors at the Temple, and you're probably like, that's kind of, what is this? <laughs> and the reason I call it visitors at the temple is that the the saying your body is a temple, and to take on that saying and say, well, then every substance and even food, TV, and everything that you consume can be interpreted as a visitor, and those visitors either improve, um, maintain, destroy, do anything a, a person can do when they walk into a temple, and and heck, even a lion bear, a storm. So I wanted to examine these relationships in each episode and go deeper into, uh, try to pinpoint specific ones about, you know, at least I was thinking from my perspective, because we all come back to our perspective, I would talk about my relationship with Adderall, which is over, but it changed the, the way my body and mind work. And it was an experience that profoundly affected me, both taking it and withdrawing from it. So I want stories like that, where you can say anything. Um, Experts in certain substances or people who've experienced certain substances, both good, bad, beautiful, and ugly. And just to kind of hone in on a person who I'm talking to by way of one of those substance experiences. That being said, um, I'm going to edit together some voice memos from my car where I was um, brainstorming for this podcast. So we're going to transition to that with some music. I mean, my book is about ADD and Adderall and growing up uh, on amphetamines to treat ADD. And then, you know, in my early 20s, um, quitting the drugs and, like, taking uh, powerful psychedelics to come to realizations, you know, and to turn it all around. On on second thought, I think I'm just going to tell my story to you um, a little bit, and we'll call that good because the clips... And because right now, I'm just a normal guy. I am a carpenter. Uh, I have a little business, a small family, just a normal guy. And it seems to me that people who do podcasts are in a different world where they get emails and say things. Yeah, a lot has happened in a year and this is just kind of 
self-indulgent psychobabble, which I want to try to avoid with this podcast and actually appreciate that you're listening for some some kind of substance. And I drive like a truck. Okay, that that's enough. No more clips of me in my car. We don't need to do that. I'm going to go in the other room. I'm going to do three rounds of breath work, and I'm going to come back here and treat myself as a guest on my own show for you. So I think it's really interesting that we give children uh, amphetamines. I took them for many years, and I started when I was seven, and I believe that the practice has been not... It's... uh, they do it less with children, and it's more popularized now with adults. But something I get nervous about is that if that's happening, in 10 years we're going to see a lot of people who are have been addicted to Adderall and Vyvanse and stuff like that. And they're going to get to that point that I was at where it was untenable and my life was unmanageable without amphetamines and these people I see a lot of them on TikTok and things like that are very excited about their ADD diagnosis and in my cynical mind ADD diagnosis is code for um, an amphetamine habit or an amphetamine ritual or an amphetamine prescription call it what you want and I I feel like I'm on the other side of something that they're at the other side of there in the face and I'm on the back and I've been through it and when I hear them describe the benefits that I'm finally able to do everything I feel like I'm the person that I always was but didn't have access to I relate 100% when I was a child and I took those medications from the age of 7 to 12 they made me depressed I was confused I didn't really know how to take a drug I think and they did make me behave better in school so um the people who wanted me to take them for this, that, or reason had achieved that reason, despite uh, me not feeling so great. But then I got back on them when I was 15 years old. And then I was so good at skateboarding. And yes, I did better in school. And yes, I was, um, you know, a better student. But I also talked a lot. I also didn't sleep. I also lost weight. And um, I liked that, actually. I, I was like, I thought I, 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 at this point, I didn't know how to attribute these factors to the medication. I just was like, yeah, I take these medications and I live my life. And you know me, I don't need that much food and I don't need that much sleep. It's just my constitution. When in reality, my constitution had a lot to do with what I was putting in my body and what I was putting in my body was an amphetamine every day. And over time, you know, this has an effect. And the more I took it, the more I was able to sort of isolate what it did to me because I noticed that without it, I wasn't doing it anymore. So, for for example, with skateboarding, I was decent skateboarder off of Adderall, but on Adderall, I was a great skateboarder. I, I could visualize a trick and do it people would watch me skate <laughs> i enjoyed it and and off after all i just kind of had a good time and it it made me think that it, it it made me more competitive it made me more edgy it changed my personality in ways that over time 
it was hard for me to be completely present because of the Adderall use, but uh, but I liked it. Every step of the way, I always liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked taking Adderall and just put me at an empty desk with a pencil and a piece of paper and uh, leave me alone. And I could just enjoy the unfolding of ideas happening in front of me. I thought it was just fun to watch. I liked it. And I would create videos. I would just ride my bike around sometimes, but I always was doing something. Uh, I wouldn't watch movies or TV, really, unless they were on as background noise while I was binding books or making art or cleaning my room. The one, I think the thing I missed the most, if I had to choose one thing that I missed about Adderall, it would be cleaning. I loved cleaning on Adderall. It was some. It was very satisfying putting things in the right place, and realizing that you know everything else. It's kind of like an obstruction, and there's a clear path from what's uh, deviates and what aligns itself to the path, and the path is cleanliness. And there's no reason for an empty water jar to be on your desk. It should be in the sink, and it should be clean, and it should be dried, and it should be put away. And I felt like I had an infinite amount of time, so. I could go ahead and just do that. I got just less distracted. Obviously, now I don't take Adderall. I haven't taken an an amphetamine in almost 10 years. I mean, I definitely stopped taking them daily 10 years ago, but I had a couple of um, times where I touched it, you know, and I, I, I went back to using it just for like a day or two. But ultimately, I have decided I don't take them anymore. And... When people talk to me, sometimes they're like, well, why did you quit? And I, I didn't choose to, actually. I I quit. Uh, I stopped taking it as a matter of circumstance. I just couldn't get my hands on any. And I went to a psychiatrist, and like she offered me Wellbutrin, and I kind of gave up and committed myself to learning how to focus without these drugs. And I found other substances that helped me, and we'll talk about those later in the show. Um... I found techniques, like I said, I did breath work, and that really helps me be centered, focused, and present in my body and in my mind. And I have committed a large part of my life um, with my book and with my like social media engagements with trying to help people who are getting off the medication because... Um, I don't think I've ever been as depressed as I was when I was coming off of those medications. And I felt really alone and sad, and it was scary. And having, um, I, I went to Barnes & Noble, a chain bookstore in the United States, and I probably bought five or six books on ADD, and they were helpful, but none of them were my book. and. I tried to write the book that I wished was there, and my book isn't an instruction manual. It's a memoir. It's my story. But I think hearing that story would have helped me a lot, especially the part where you stop taking Adderall. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I could I can talk about this endlessly, but that's all I'm going to talk about for now is just that little bit about Adderall. So that was my introduction to Adderall and your introduction to me. 
and I hope we can see where this relationship you and I go and I know that with Adderall it's over but I love to talk about it because I know so many people have that relationship with Adderall and I I find it really curious to be on the other side of it and when people explain it to me I know exactly what you're saying and it's so hard for me to explain to you that I know what you're talking about because I've been there um so that's this is all sometimes an attempt to do that but really if I if if you want to quit Adderall, the one thing I can tell you that is essential is you have to want to quit Adderall. That's number one. If you're not ready to quit Adderall or you haven't decided that you're quitting Adderall, it won't work. And that goes with any addict. You have the 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 main feature is the desire. Maybe desire isn't the right word because it's not like. Um, attractive but conviction if you want to stop you have to commit to wanting to stop and maybe not even want you have to know it's essential that you stop and with that commitment I think then we can go over the nuts and bolts details of what makes that process easier and we will talk more about Adderall Adderall withdrawal in future episodes um, I have a lot of work to do, and I'm so excited to be the guy who talks about Adderall. <laughs> Actually, I would like to talk about some other substances. I'd really like to talk about caffeine, psilocybin, DMT, alcohol, crack cocaine, sugar, television, cell phone, smartphone, radio waves, different kinds of fruit and vegetables, and meat, and antidepressants, and antipsychotics, and diabetes, and insulin. There's so much going on when it comes to our bodies and what we put in it. The water we drink, the water we bathe in. I'm curious to talk to people who can enlighten me on the nuance of all these because I've I've done such a deep dive with Adderall that it's like, wow, there's really a lot to this small little substance when we put it in our body. And I know that the there's just as much going on with just as everything else that ends up coming in our body. So if that's you, um, reach out to me on my website, rlkramer.us, and fill out the contact form, and I will, I will probably definitely do a podcast with you because this podcast is new, and I'm not going to masquerade as a successful podcast. I'll, I'll probably take any guest I can get until things get rolling and then maybe you'll get a couple no thank yous but if you strike now i'll probably talk to you if you're listening to this and you enjoyed it uh, i guess subscribe and rate it and review it i don't know (laughs) i'm not at the point where i'm at the point now where if i'm taking it seriously it sounds silly so i have to take it sillyly until it gets serious you understand (laughs) but this is serious if you're taking adderall and you're struggling with it Please go to my website and find my socials and go to my YouTube channel. And I have a lot of free stuff on there where I just talk about Adderall and quitting Adderall. And I I really do want to help people quit Adderall so they don't feel as alone and in pain as I did when I was going through it. So that's, that's that's from the heart right there. And if you want to take it further and read my book, um, that would be super cool too. But it's available. But you have to pay money for that. A lot of work went in there. 
companies are printing it on machines that require maintenance and electricity and materials and then they put it in a box and they bring it to your house so you're gonna have to pay for that but my youtube channel it's got a lot of information about quitting adderall and i hope that can help you it's just go to rlkramer.us and navigate through the menus until you find my youtube channel and other social media stuff and episode i've already filmed um like the next four episodes so i'm just going to put those up retroactively even though this one i'm making before those four episodes so we're, if you're following this chronologically we're kind of time jumping so bear with me and i'm so happy to have you listening and i know you are because you just heard that and thank you for that so i hope you listen again and i hope you reach out to me on the internet our actual beings through these digital means and sort of be together for a moment so i appreciate that and i appreciate you taking the time to listen to this thank you i don't even know if i'll publish it let's say that it's a lot of work you got to make an rss feed and you got to pay somebody something and it's a whole other thing making a podcast so it's like do i even want to do that and would even people even want to just i mean i don't care if people want to listen to me ramble am i ever going to get an underwear sponsor